Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of Benny's Take, where we talk about all the current news in the sports world. I'm Benny Ness, the host of the greatest podcast of all time, Benny's Take, and I'm back and better than ever. And oh my gosh, there is so much to talk about with the NBA restart. And I'll be revealing my playoff bracket for the first round of the playoffs, and all this BLM nonsense on the court, and even LeBron getting into politics and what may have swung me to the other side of the GOAT argument. So the NBA bubble is so amazing and it's so well made. Uh, the the MLB tried tried something similar, but they didn't do a bubble. They just tried to play. No fans, nothing. But the Marlins all had COVID. They all got COVID in the middle, and so it's gonna. The MLB is gonna be doomed this season. But the NBA is doing really well with this bubble. And I, I think that all the other leagues should emulate like what the NBA is doing with this bubble. And regarding my playoff bracket, so let's start on the West. Blazers versus Lakers. I have to take the Blazers in seven games unless, and this is a huge, huge, huge unless, unless LeBron James takes his head off of politics until after the season, which we will get to later. But I just see that the Blazers are hungrier. We saw this at the end of the season. At the end of the regular season, uh, in those eight games, Dame and Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum both, and even Carmelo Anthony for that matter, flipped that switch and didn't lose until they made that playoffs. So um, then we go to Houston versus OKC. I got Houston, even though they don't have Russ, but Harden is cooking it up for the Rockets, doing amazing as usual. 35 points a game, nothing special like what he usually does. I I say, but I have to say, getting a little bit off topic, James Harden really, people don't appreciate what he does with his, like, 35 points a game because he's been doing it for so much, right? So with with this MVP race and all that, with Giannis, LeBron, and Harden, Harden is is coming in third because people don't appreciate 35 points a game anymore because they see it every single night. Like, when you see LeBron getting 38 points like what he had last night against the Blazers, it's different because he usually averages 25 points a game. Harden's averaging 35, so it's just... I just say that he's not getting appreciated as as much as he should. Um, then I got uh, Utah against Denver. I have to take Utah on this one. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell really doing amazing on defense, offense, on all facets of the game. Then we go to the Clippers against the Mavs. So this is a tricky one. You might think it's not. It's a tricky one because the Mavs is a really hard team to beat because you have Luka Doncic, who was in the MVP race for a little bit of the season, you have Kristaps Porzingis, who's 7-3 and a monster who can shoot and everything. My gosh, he's an he's insane. Um, these this Mavs team are they're just fighters. Like they don't go down easy. Doncic missed a little bit of the third game. I think he aggravated that ankle sprain before. Um, and so they still did okay without Doncic for a little bit. But after that, it just went straight down. Uh, then now we go to the East, where I have the Milwaukee Bucks over the Magic for obvious reasons. Milwaukee, number one seed. Magic, number 
eight seed. Magic won the first game and got all Magic fans excited. They all went crazy. And then it just went down from there, like I said before, with the Mavs. Uh, also, Miami against Indiana. Great, great series for Miami. Not really for Indiana. Um, Jim, Jimmy Butler just simply just – he just locks down T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren had all that small talk and all that. Yeah. So, Jimmy Butler's really, really, really – insane at defense, and he really takes the, the leadership role really well. And I love how the Heat have been playing this entire season. With with all that team chemistry, these young players like Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Bam Adebayo, all, in my opinion, going to be future All-Stars, are being mentored by Jimmy Butler, who is such a great team leader, like I said before. Then you have Boston over Philly because Philly's not a full strength because they're missing Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid isn't 100%. So, yeah. And then there is Toronto over way, way, way over Brooklyn, because you have two All-Stars and other great role players on Toronto against a bunch of G League players that were given NBA contracts due to practically Brooklyn's entire team being injured. Um, Now my least favorite part of the whole NBA bubble is the BLM and nonsense that is all over the court and stance and even ads. So my main problem with it is that people watch basketball for what reason? They watch it to relax and get their minds off the crazy world that we live in now. But now they have to add BLM in there so that for what reason? To get approval from the world? Obviously, uh, the world doesn't necessarily appreciate this old BLM. We saw it from one player, Jonathan Isaac, who's a bench warmer from the Magic. He's not even that great of a player. He didn't kneel because it was against his his ethic his ethical beliefs. And his jersey sales just went right through the roof. He was second in jersey sales right behind LeBron James because LeBron is obviously LeBron. And they say he's the best player playing right now in the NBA. So we see that there's a market for people that are against BLM and don't want it in the NBA. So we're talking about people in the Army who put their lives on the line. I'm, I'm talking about kneeling right now. So we're talking about people who put their lives on the line in the Army. And so what? So that they can get disrespect? They're, put, they're protecting these people so that, so, that they can, so that they can treat them like trash? You're talking about Black Lives Matter. These Army people's lives matter. These people in the Army, in the Marines, in the Air Force, everything. In the police. The police forces. So this is really a problem that the NBA is going through now. Right? Because viewership is way down because of this whole BLM and everything. And many, many people are against it. And so it's going down to due to this. We see this because NBA views are lower than Fox News, which is a very, very Republican news network. And speaking of BLM and all that garbage, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, like we mentioned before, LeBron James, has been poking his head into all these politics, and it really, really bothers me for one reason. He's a privileged man, even though he's African-American, saying defund the police. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact, that if these peaceful protests, peaceful, as I, as they say, came to his neighborhood, he would call the police, 
But he is saying defund the police because uh, because the police are the ones that keep your community safe, right? And they say defund the police because one person, actually a few people, a few police people, a few police officers happen to be a little bit mentally ill and they killed black people, right? So those people were wrong. But, but you got, but they always say, uh, don't be, don't be stereotypical because one person did something doesn't mean that everybody did it. So how can, how can it be that you can be stereotypical to police, but you can't be stereotypical to, to, to these African-Americans? So why can't they just make it equal? Can't be stereotypical to them, or you can't be stereotypical to them too, right? Can't be stereotypical to anyone. So, and this is where I'm going with this whole goat conversation because Michael Jordan had a choice in the '90s, in exactly 1990, to endorse Harvey Grant, a black man who was running for Senate, but he was smart and declined that choice because he knew. That it wasn't the place for a basketball player to get into politics. And LeBron, on the other hand, is going down that slippery, slippery slope of politics. So, I think I'm I'm completely swung right now to Michael Jordan being the GOAT. You saw in one of my other episodes uh, that I said LeBron. It's changing my mind right now, at this moment. I'm saying, it's not the place for a basketball player. To put his head into politics. It's not it's not something that people enjoy to see from a basketball player. The role of a basketball player is to play basketball, dribble the ball, score buckets, and win a championship. Not to to change the world in that sense of politics. Well, maybe once he's retired, if he wants to do that, go ahead. But I say at this point. Focus on the playoffs, win a championship with the Lakers, focus on the next five years of your career so you can play with your son, Bronny, and just end it at that. And then if you want, go into politics later. So thank you for listening to another episode of Benny's Take. Please follow me on Spotify if you enjoyed this jam-packed episode. Please write in the comments who you think will be crowned the 2020 NBA champs.